Welcome to Responding to Life, a podcast hosted by me, Josephine Atlery. Do you ever feel like you could use some guidance when life throws you a curveball? By listening to the narratives in this podcast, you will learn from other people's experiences and responses to challenging situations so you can fast track the learning curve to get ahead in your own life. Welcome to another bonus episode of my podcast, Responding to Life, Living Reflectively Through a Journey of Health, Fertility, and Parenthood. In this special series, I'm speaking with a wide variety of friends and experts to discuss the coronavirus pandemic and quarantine as it relates to their personal lives as well as in their business. In today's episode, I'm speaking with two amazing individuals who are doing their part to help others stay fit and eat healthy during an overwhelmingly stressful period in all of our lives. First, allow me to introduce my dear friend, Pam. Pam Christian is an integrative body coach. She's a personal trainer and a Reiki master, and it's a package deal. She trains her clients physically while grounding and resetting them energetically. Her motto says it all, connecting to you, body, mind, and spirit. Also joining us today is my amazing nutritionist, Kevin Libby. Kevin is a nutritional counselor in Santa Monica, California, with over 20 years of experience. His talents for getting incredible results were recognized immediately worldwide, translating into numerous physique transformations in Hollywood blockbusters and countless television shows. Kevin's specialties range from difficult weight loss cases autoimmune and digestive issues, and performance athletes to actors and actresses getting ready for a big role or the red carpet. Thank you so much for joining me today, Pam and Kevin. It's so nice to meet up with both of you virtually and actually see your face. And I can't wait to hear your perspectives on how we can all take care of ourselves during this difficult time. So let's dive right in. Pam, uh, let's start with you. How are you doing in this new normal, this new environment that has been thrust upon us? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, honestly, I'm such a homebody that um, staying home for me really hasn't been that bad, (laughs) honestly. And I feel bad because everybody's like, oh my God, this is so horrible. I'm like, actually, it's kind of how I am. Like, I just... evenings and that's my story um I mean of course not going to the gym has definitely been the hardest because I really don't like to work out at home um yeah I mean I compartmentalize my life I've got a gym that I train my clients at I have the gym that I go and work out at and and let go of and then I have my house which is my sanctuary um so I think the biggest thing for me is just I'm so amazed to see how things unfold and now how it's all in one space and how all of those things have been sanctuaries to me. And now I just have it in one space. So right. it's kind of cool. I'm adapting. Yeah. Nice. I love watching the videos you've been posting on Instagram of your workouts. Well, Super helpful. I like to work out at home. And then I, then again, that's me bringing my clients into my house now, which was right. my and now I'm bringing social media into my home and I'm like, you know what? Actually, this is okay. This is a really cool sanctuary. <laughs> I'm like, right. 
Come on in, people. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, and Kevin, how about yourself? How are you adjusting to? Um, it's a local perspective. I, I mean, I normally would see um, clients 75% in person and 25% virtual. I work with people in 58 countries. So now it's been flipped the other way and 25% people. Um, no, it's not flipped the other way at all. It's like it's 100% people remote. But with like the uncertainty of people don't know if they're going to have their jobs when this is the quarantine's over or pe- you know, people are pulling back. So I've been limiting myself to three days a week in the office um, and just seeing people on a a similar platform to Zoom like we're using. Um, I think I'm using this time to rethink my business model. You know, it's Mm -hmm. kind of like how things like, you know, ideas are made. It's like, okay, well, things are changing. So how are we going to adapt, like Pam said, to change, um, to navigate this, this, uh, this new environment? So, I mean, I've always talked about doing the, um, you know, the, more economical online programs with, with another platform. And now it's kind of like, okay, that'd be stupid not to, you know, it'd be, you know, I could reach more people and then, but it's not going to be the same one-on-one, but at the same time, um, if, if that's what I'm forced to do, then, you know, that's, that's what we're going to have to deal with. And so then I wanted to talk to Pam first about fitness because so just so the audience knows, Pam and I met through, uh, this activewear brands ambassador program, and we instantly became buddies. And ever since, um, we've always been workout buddies. And I've noticed that Pam has this great eye for seeing the restrictions in a person's body and how they need to adjust themselves and as well as their energy. And so, as I mentioned before, when I see your posts on Instagram about exercises we should try during the quarantine, you know, we're flooded with a ton of online and YouTube and Instagram live workouts. And I was curious to see if you had any tips of your own on how we could stay fit and active during with zero equipment. Well, you know, I mean, it's crazy. There is so much going on out there. And I love, I mean, I love seeing all the trainers step up and they're doing yoga and they're stretching and they're working out and they're doing these amazing workouts. And some of them have so much equipment and such advanced work. And that's overwhelming for anybody who's never worked out before. So if you've only worked out at a gym and you don't, you have kind of an idea of some exercises. It's, um, it's intense if you get on and you start looking at stuff and you think, oh, God, I should do that. So I think the first thing I want to tell people is just to go easy on themselves. Just be easy. Like this is such a strange time for all of us. And for anybody to make some sort of a goal that this is going to be the time they get abs or the body that they've never had. It's like, oh, my God, I've got all this time. Well, you know, we're limited in going to the grocery store. So you're limited in your food. Thank God we've got Kevin today to help its advice for the nutrition. but really it's, it's, it's a a weird time. We're going to go through weird mood swings. So there's going to be days you get up that you don't feel like doing anything. So my number one tip for everybody, my clients included is just move, walk, go for a walk, you know, take, I'm so grateful that I have little dogs. So I have to take them out on several walks. And now I've turned into just you know, I take off on a quiet road where there's not a lot of people and I put my mask on. So please, I'm going to just stress that we all do that. Um, you know, wearing our masks and taking off and going out on the street, but it's that, it's that movement. So 
there's there's no special thing to say, oh, follow this person and, and you're going to be great. I wish that was the case, but if you've never worked out before, some of these exercises are going to be really strange to you. So the other tip I have is slow down. This is, you're not going to work out as fast as this trainer. There's no one there to tell you that you're not doing it right. You're not looking in a mirror. You're on your living room floor trying to do a move that you're not quite sure what the person's doing. So maybe even before you work out, take a second to kind of check into your body. Are you really, really sore? Are you super tight? Is something hurting? And then my, my advice would be to get on Instagram or YouTube, uh, Google at this point, and find somebody who's offering exercises or stretches for that, for that problem. Yeah. And, and start, start getting into your body, connecting to your body. What does your body want to do? You know, you might see somebody do some crazy, you know, high speed, you know, running in place, high knees, butt kicks going back and forth. And you're like, oh my God, but I have bad knees and my back hurts. Well, clearly that's not the workout for you. So don't do that. Um, I wish there was enough time and that everybody could read, you know, stuff when you post a picture. I don't really like to do the workouts because my whole thing is I don't really like to do groups. I like just individual people. And I like to let you know what you should be feeling and, and what's going on in your body when you're doing these exercises. So my, I would love to just tell people when you're working out and you're doing butt exercises, well, is your butt not firing? Maybe you don't even feel your butt. Well, maybe that's not the right exercise for you or not the right trainer. So kind of keep looking, keep playing. It's just a cool time for everybody. If you just take a little bit of time for themselves to kind of get a new connection to themselves and to feel it. And what does my body feel like? There's nobody in the gym. Nobody's watching me. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. Um, doesn't matter if I'm doing it wrong. No one can see me. So just take the time to feel what you're supposed to be feeling. Yeah, no, I love that advice actually. Um, because a lot of times, like even before when I was just starting out with working out when I was younger, it was always just about, like this end goal. And over the years, especially now, I have been trying to tune in and see where I need, you know, some extra rolling or I need to stretch it out a little bit more. And then that also helps me when I am working out so that I can fire those, those areas, just like you were mentioning. So I love that advice. Definitely. And we have the time to do it in our, in our places without all the, the noise of life. We have nowhere to be. So it's a great time to tune in for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Pam. Yeah. Um, so next up is Kevin. And I met Kevin through Pam. Um, Kevin, I've worked with as for my nutrition. And whenever we would meet up for check-ins, a big part of the conversation would be about my stress levels and how it can affect my body and how I metabolize things and my energy and how I'm storing fat. So I would love for Kevin, if you could start off by talking about how this high stress situation that we're all in and experiencing is affecting the various parts of our system. Right. <clears throat> yeah. We also, we often talk about that because people come into my office and they think it's all going to be about calories in calories out. And it's, it so deters from that. I'm really excited that you bring that up because to me, it's the underlying issue for everything is the stressors. Um, 
So there's three types of stress I always uh, preach about, chemical, emotional, physical. Obviously, in this case, we're, we're faced with more emotional stress with fear and then physical stress for lack of movement because a lot of us are sitting around. I mean, granted, a lot of us do have desk jobs where we're sitting around too much as, as it is. But I would say the two most prevalent stresses right now is a, a chemical or excuse me, emotional and physical. Um, let's look at stress. The stress is an adaptive physiological response to the environment. And our environment right now is we've been told to stay at home. There's this big bug that's going to kill us. So everybody is freaking out like our neighbors are wearing masks. Do they have it? Do I have it? Like, is, is my grandparents going to die if I go to get a go to get groceries? Am I going to put somebody else in jeopardy? So. Um, our adrenaline cortisol levels are immediately going to go up. So when those two hormones cascade, the body's going to go into a fight or flight response. It's very simple. Um, when thyroid function, oh, sorry, when adrenal function goes up, thyroid function goes down. Thyroid function goes down, stomach acid goes down, the stomach becomes unsterile. Now we might have a little bit of bacterial dysbiosis, which is going to throw off your kind of intuitiveness and like you're just your gut and there's going to be gas, bloating. Uh, maybe even some acid reflux, constipation, diarrhea. So now you're not breaking down foods to process, um, to metabolize, to break down and to um, absorb and recombine nutrients. So now your body's going to be even more stressed out because it's not getting the nutrients to repair itself. So stress goes up, acid goes down, thyroid goes down. Um, I like to talk about uh, the pH in people's bodies because, and we'll get more into that in, in, in a couple of questions ahead pH, potential of hydrogen, everybody knows everything is uh, neutral or acid or alkaline. All pH really is, is the body's, uh, excuse me, the amount of voltage in a liquid. So um, what was I getting at? Uh, <laughs> so if the amount of voltage in liquid, so if we're super acidic from all this stress, then we're going to be more susceptible for infection, uh, uh, yeast, protozoa, bacteria, viruses. So this stress is really going to impact our immune function. So really what we need to do is be mindful. And I think that's what your whole podcast is about, which is super cool. I'm actually very happy to be a, a guest on, on here because uh, it's, it's very similar and branches off to what I preach all the time. It's not just about calories in, calories out. It's about um, hydration, nutrition, exercise, rest, and meditation. Um, something I want to give, I, I sent you four documents, uh, metabolism, inflammation, keys to reducing inflammation, the antioxidants, and 10 basics that uh, some way you can get out to your audience. Um, it's just because we're going to talk about foods that are going to um, boost immune function. And those are going to be antioxidants. What are antioxidants? Antioxidants are electron donors to bind up free radicals. Free radicals are uh, molecules that are going to steal electrons from healthy tissue. Once it's steal an electron, it becomes oxidized and then that tissue breaks down. So we want to be more um, have more antioxidants and we do oxidants so that we can keep our immune system functioning properly. But um, I didn't want to get too far off base and there's more stuff we're going to talk about in the future. I just want everybody to know, um, aside from not being active too, when our cortisol levels go up, what the first thing it's going to do is start breaking down active tissue, breaking down muscle tissue. I've noticed personally that my arms, I'm getting gooey, you know, I'm getting soft. I'm not, I'm kind of like a one dimensional, um, person when it comes to like in the gym versus like Pam, who is extremely versatile. I'm kind of like push, you know, I pick things up, put them down. That's where I come from, from the bodybuilding and uh, wrestling background. Um, it's not pretty. It gets the job done. But uh, it, I know we're going to get into stuff in the future. And now it's really making me think about and focus on stretching and my flexibility, which is paramount importance now that I'm 43 years old. So um, 
Just remember, chemical, emotional, physical stress will elevate adrenal function and lower thyroid function, which is going to lower your energy levels. It's going to make you store fat and your body's going to become a fat storage machine when thyroid functions down. It regulates the uh, protein, fat and carb metabolism. So there's nothing wrong with your thyroid. Your body's just adapting to the environment. So we got to focus on positives and um, and, and get away from all the fear and just kind of trust and rely on our families and friends and stay connected. So I don't know if I have any tips, but just um, knowing that should help out a lot. Yeah, no, that's great information. Uh, it's always fun to come meet with you because I always feel like oh, I'm for clowning. I always get lots of tidbits of information. So, um, but touching upon what you just talked about, um, about antioxidants Mm -hmm. and how that sort of helps us boost up our immune system. Are there other foods that would be? Yeah. Yeah. I I wrote down a whole list of uh, foods. Um, Ginger is a huge one. Um, All the citrus fruits that can high uh, vitamin C containing foods like bell peppers, Um, turmeric, you know, is a spice, uh, but you also may have to make sure that you blend it with uh, black pepper or piperine. Um, Green tea. These are foods that are going to, donate tons of electrons. Um, some of my super secret sauce is humic and pulvic acid, which people will be like, what the hell is humic and pulvic acid? Um, and a marine phytoplankton is probably the, it's t- it literally tastes like if you took your cup and dipped it into like an aquarium and drank it, that's what it tastes like. But marine phytoplankton uh, has per like nanogram per deciliter has the most amount of electrons of any, I think food on the planet. So, and then supplementation wise, um, uh, Lugol solution iodine, which is 2% or 5% iodine in, in, in aqueous solution. Um, but foods though, um, add ginger to everything, you know, and then green, uh, eat the, this is a simple one, but eat the rainbow of vegetables, you know, carrots, anything that's red, orange, green, yellow, um, um, squash, things like that. Non-starchy vegetables. So stay away from potatoes, uh, quinoa, rice, um, sweet potatoes, yams, you can have those, but like, as far as donating electrons, let's keep the starches down and the fruits and vegetables up all the, whatever's in season as far as strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, everything, you know, everything colorful, eat the rainbow. So that's going to boost immune function tremendously. Oh, I love that. Excellent. Easy. Yeah. Well, it sounds easy, but no, I love that. Excellent. I'm curious. um, Maybe I'll throw this out to you, Pam, first how you're managing stress at this time? Um, meditating. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so, it's just so important. And I think for me too, I remind myself that, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to sit down and meditate for 45 minutes. You can right. sit down and meditate for 10 minutes. You can actually kind of just take a deep breath and close your eyes and reset yourself. So um, that's been just so positive for me to just keep coming back to that because I just really wasn't taking the time to do that for myself before. So um, that going for walks has really been helping listening to music. I turn on music and I find myself dancing. And all next thing I know, it's like my whole mood has completely shifted. And I might have woken up and just been like, oh, my God, today is the last day on Earth. Like, I can't take it anymore. I'm done. I'm stuck in here. I'm trapped. It's like, wait a minute. What do I have? I have music. 
And I was yeah. turning on and it's just like, all of a sudden I'm like dancing around, making breakfast. Um, and then the other thing that I've been, I'm really into is essential oils. I just love essential oils and I have just a plethora of them for myself. But my best friend in uh, Pennsylvania, she has a website and she does these, I just think they're like little magic oils in a bottle. She infuses, she just infuses magic into them. Yeah. Um, but I, there, it's a chakra kit. She sent me this set months ago and I finally started using the set and it is a game changer. And I just noticed oh, nice. a day that I completely forget and then I go and do it. And I'm like, I can't get over again. The smells are so, I mean, I treat people. This is part of what I do too, is I work with people energetically and I can't get over how powerful essential oils are. Um, just right. the smell changes your frequency. And I just doing this for myself is, is phenomenal. So that's. Yeah, em, you're so right with that's, we uh, our neighbor gave us a diffuser the other day. I have like three diffusers at the office, but nothing at home. And I was, and she's like, "Here, try some lavenders, some vanillas, and whatnot." And we put it next to the bed, and it makes a huge difference. The olfactory nerves that reset your endocrine system. I'm like calm instead of being restless legs and fidgety in bed. It's like, hmm. I also have some candles too that are like you know not like chemical candles, and it's similar. But the the smells, it's like, oh, that's nice. Well, it's funny is that I stopped using essential oils on myself because I'm going to a gym full of people. Sometimes I'll put one that I know is going to help everybody. And it's just, I walk in and people are like, oh my God, what's happening? And and it affects everybody. So I'm really, I'm very conscious of what I'm wearing. And so it's generally, I'm putting something on that's for a lot of people, not just for myself. So this time has been, ooh, it's time to work with just Pam. What does Pam do? It's very, very third of you, Pam. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's nothing like working next out next to somebody who's wearing something that you're like, oh my God, what were you? you Thank. Do you have a favorite scent right now? Um, you know what? I citrus is so funny that Kevin was saying how important citrus is just in our bodies for the antioxidants. Citrus is phenomenal for a mood. I love smelling citrus. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I do peppermint. I put it in my hand and kind of hotbox myself with uh, peppermint. But just cut a lemon. Cut a lemon. How do you feel? Everybody feels happy when you cut a lemon. No. So I've been really drawn to uh, the citrus smells. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And Kevin, how about you? I mean, you mentioned that you are doing essential oils now. Um, yeah, I'm, any I'm other things? Same as Pam, only different. I'm pretty hyper. You know, I've got like the the glutamate, more of like the ADHD, always buzzing. Same as Pam, only different. You mean like totally different? Like I'm exactly. But I meditate, but I'm not a still meditative person. My friend Love, her name is Love a long time ago taught me to meditate while I walked. And so I really get into a flow state when I walk. I don't know if you're familiar with um, chess, the uh, night piece that goes in L shapes. I actually pace in L shapes. I'm pretty sure I might be insane, um, but that helps me think. And I do some of my best thinking in the morning. So um, I, I pace around in shapes and it helps me think, helps me get into that flow state. Um, but I have to be moving. I can't sit. I try to do, group meditation, you know, at, uh, let's say place pause where they're like, they're like, here's a crystal. They're like, sit there. I'm like, nope, can't do it. You know, I'm trying transcendental meditation. 
like what really I gravitate towards is breath work, you know, oh, yeah. you know, and Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza, things like that. And then also, um, and then just walking around, I don't even know if it's a name for it. It just really, I used to go into like, um, a hypnotic state when I used to drive, I used to drive 63 miles to work each day, um, not each day to and from. So each, you know, so a hundred and what is that? 126 miles each day. Right. Yeah. And I used to, you know, get highway hypnosis. And that's when I would go into a flow state. I'd get very creative. I think of music, um, instead of listening to music, I play music. I've, I've been playing guitar since 87. So, um, I have all my guitar. You've seen them in my office, just hanging on. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I play a lot of puzzles. I do a lot of word games, not like Sudoku, but like, you know, just like uh, word jumble. I have to keep stimulating my brain. I've been reading um, the Kabbalion uh, for like the 20th time, um, going on walks, Netflix, playing music. Most importantly, um, during this time off, I moved in with my girlfriend and oh. you know, I left, I left the beach. I'm still near the beach, but I left being literally on the beach. But, you know, keeping making each other laugh every day is super important. You know, yeah. being in close quarters, it's like, okay, it goes, remember, uh, real world it's like when people stop acting polite you know it's like okay it's two individuals that are now together and you know it's super important to make each other laugh but i i do a lot of the cooking so i'm super excited and now i i don't mind doing dishes that's very therapeutic so i mean it's just staying focusing on things that are positive and just not thinking what's going on out there it's not burying your head in the sand it's just like i i have a great quote that I wrote down for you. Instead of worrying about what you can't control, shift your energy to what you can create. Don't know who wrote that, but that's. I love it. Yeah, I think it's super yeah. important um, for all of us to you know focus on creation, and that's that's what I'm trying to do. I love it, and I love that you have a whole list of different things that you can turn to when you're stressed we'll see out. Yeah, that goes in another thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're going to try something new and keep adding to it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love that quote. Cause yeah. I think a lot, I mean, that's the source of all of this stress is that it, this is something that we can't control yeah. and um, shifting that perspective to creativity and creation is just, yeah. that's well, a great way to pivot. We can't control what's happening around us, but we can control how we're feeling. Right. Yeah. Perception. Yeah. Again, right. so it's bringing us back to feeling good. What are the things that make you feel good? You know, music makes me happy. It makes me feel good. The sense, the essential oils make me feel good. So it's just, again, you know, turning off the news because, again, yeah. some information. Oh. But you get a little bit of information. It's like, okay, that's enough. Like, that's enough. That's just enough. I had one of my clients yeah. ask me, she says, doesn't it? How are you handling this? That This is so big and so many people are dying. And she just started crying. And I said, well, you know, this is a shift in that's happening in our planet. And this is life. And, you know, all I can do is keep staying in a positive state of mind. And yes, it, I do feel it. Yes, it does make me sad. But uh, again, it's coming back to just staying in a state of feeling good because that's what affects people around me. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great advice. You definitely have to limit the stuff that you're consuming for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, my next question is for Pam. And I was wondering, you know, because I mentioned how you are always in tune with um, like your clients and how they are 
performing and how they're holding themselves in their body. And you can instantly just tell where they need work. You know, for the person that's at home, if there are any tips that you have for how they can, like the questions that they can ask themselves about how their bodies are feeling, you know, when there isn't anyone there to correct themselves, correct them while they're working out. Right. My, my favorite thing to do is have people just lay down. Oh, so if you just lay down on the mat and you start breathing through your body, start just feeling your body, feeling your shoulder blades laying flat on the floor, feeling your hips lay flat on the floor. And are they even, are they the same? Um, How are you breathing? Are your breathing shallow? Is your breathing stuck in your chest? When you start breathing through your body, is there anything as you're laying there that you're aware of that hurts? And that's, honestly the best way to check into your body and then you know then you see you start getting up and you're like okay as I get up and I start moving into these things it's like is my body working the same way on both sides so you're sitting here you're going crazy you're like all right I'm gonna do squats for days well are both of your butt cheeks do you feel both of your butt cheeks the same way like you should never have there should never be any pain sharp pain like muscles, you know, achy, the burn, all of that. That's all we're, I'm all about that, but there's no pain when you're working out. So again, you're starting to do stuff. It's about being really in tune with the movement. So as you start reaching your arm up over your head, is your arm really going over your head or is it like out all of a sudden, are you aware that your neck is hurting? Mm -hmm. So again, like, um, one of the biggest things that I'll tell people as far as getting out of their low back and their shoulders Um, just one little pointer is your abs. So before you start any exercise, lay down on the floor, do your little check-in. Are your shoulders down? Are your shoulder blades even in the back? Are your hips even? Is how am I breathing? Is everything working? Um, And as you start moving, start on your abs right away. So get into an ab workout, find something online because having your core engaged is the key to getting you out of your neck and out of your low back. So, um, anybody who has chronic neck pain guaranteed, they're not engaging in their lower abdominals. Yeah. I love that tip. So do your abs first and then start moving through your workouts. Yeah. I love that. That's excellent. Thank you, to what Pam was saying. Um, part of what I bring to people is here at, I, I talk to them about postural, um, just posture or postural alignment. You know, your central nervous system, your brain and spinal cord, right. is not, the bones don't support your body. Muscles support the body. So as you strengthen your core and have proper shoulder retraction, retraction, chest elevation, heel toe strike, and have proper posture, that affects your metabolism. You know, common issues with females is L5S1, lower back issues, pinching of the sciatic nerve, bulging discs. That's going to affect your um, reproductive organs. Going to re- re- affect or negatively affect your um, digestive system. You know, that's, you know, your brain is your processor. It's sending signals to your body to do what they need to do. But if there's any subluxation or pinching of those nerves, we, we have issues. So strengthening the core is so, so important. You're right. And we've all got that uh, head down looking at our phones or looking at our computers and our keyboards. We've got the cervical spine just pinching everything. That's going to control your heart. It's going to control the nerves in your face. So, you know, we've got to be hyper aware of our body. And that's it's so important. I like to stay in my lane. Pam is the expert at the same time. I know you see it, Pam, every day. People walk in, internal rotation, external closed gate. You know, this leg's higher than the other, and you're just like, oh, we got a lot of work well, to the do. The first thing we start on is their posture. 
Yeah. And, and then again, it's the, you know, but it's out getting out of your neck, out of all these places, being, being aware of their posture. Yeah. People don't even recognize that you've got your right foot turning out and your hips actually crooked and one's shoulders higher than the other. And how are you going to know that if you're working out at home without a mirror in front of you and you're watching somebody in front of you move around, bounce around and you're like, all right, I'm going to do that. Like yeah. this is the time. Yeah. And the owl is hurt. All this hurts. Owl is hurt. And then you wake up the next day and you're injured. And so again, start slow, just start slow. Lay, and again, how, what if I just laid on the floor and felt where my body was? How does my body feel today? Right. Yeah. No, that's great. That's like the body scan that I always do yeah. at the beginning of my meditations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What I love. Yeah. It all comes together. It does. No, it totally does. And I love that the idea of doing the abs in the beginning to really feel your core. They always save it to the end, but mm-hmm. flip it up. Yeah. Um, so this next question is for Kevin. And so in wrapping up our discussion on nutrition, I know we talked about things that we should do. Are yeah. there any things that are um, – Foods that can trigger or amp up our stress and anxiety, certain don'ts that we should not. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be bored eating right now, looking in the fridge. So, uh, and we're going to gravitate. If we're not being consistent with our foods, uh, we're still going to have an appetite. Then cravings are going to kick in and our blood sugar is going to go out of whack. So if our blood sugar starts to drop or we're going to start craving some sugars. So blanket statement, avoid processed anything. I want to um, get away from processed oils. This includes canola oil, um, uh, uh, grapeseed oil, any of the processed oils. Any oil that's heated and put into a bottle is going to be processed. Refined sugars. So I'm not an anti-sugar guy. I'm not a keto supporter. I'm not a paleo. I'm not any specific diet supporter. But anything refined and processed, your body wants to break it down. It's like putting low-grade gasoline in your car. It's going to gum up the mitochondria, the energy powerhouse of the cell. So avoid refined processed sugars, avoid fake sugars, aspartame, sucralose, xylitol, erythritol, melatol, polyols, sugar alcohol. Stay away from any of those fake sugars, okay? Low FODMAP, um, unless it's um, stevia, truvia, those are fine. Um, stay away from packaged meats that contain nitrates and nitrites. These are carcinogenic. Um, when you're cooking your foods, make sure that you don't burn them. There's these things called acrylamides uh, or heterocyclic amines. That's the burnt part on the grill that are also contributing to cancers. I want you to limit carbonation, LaCroix, Perrier, sodas. Um, people are going to have drink alcohol and I'm totally not against alcohol. It's going to lower or calm down your stress a little bit. I'm not promoting alcohol. I'm not much of a drinker at, at all anymore. Maybe I raged when in my twenties, but you know, um, when it comes to alcohol now, let's avoid the fermented alcohol, like the wine, beer, sake, things like that. And maybe choose a, a distilled, which is the vodka, tequila, whiskey. Um, if you do have that fermented alcohol, let's stick to the rule three to one, three glasses of water, for every glass of wine or beer you drink to dilute the yeast, sugar, and mold. Remember, those bacteria in your gut that are yeast-based are going to feed on sugar. If you're putting in liquid sugars, you're, and we're not as active as we normally would outside of quarantine, now you've got all this extra energy. The body is very... Um, frugal and what's the other word you know frugal is a good enough word or uh, thrifty if you will it's not going to just pee out that sugar it's going to go okay let's take this sugar lower our blood sugar turn it into triglyceride fat and store it in your body so um you know limit the carbonation like i said no processed anything particularly the oils refined sugar 
Um, uh, if you do have alcohol, stick to the distilled. And, you know, these are things that we want to avoid. Also, the basics, gluten, dairy, um, yeast, sugar, mold, all those things are, are the things we want to stay away from. Anything that's going to cause bloating, distension, gas, um, inflammation, eczema, psoriasis, that's going to trigger some sort of, you know, inflammatory event inside the body. We want only food going in. And all those other things aren't food. They're, they're, they, you ingest them, but they're really not intended to be, you know, food. They're not fuel or repair. If it's not a protein or a fat or a carb, then it's, it doesn't really belong in your body. So let's just try to be clean. Whole 30 for the next 90. Oh, <laughs> 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 that's not, thanks for the, like the refresher. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, in you know, as I've been doing these special quarantine episodes, I've been asking everyone how this whole situation has changed you in maybe a positive way, Pam. I'm just having fun. Like I'm turning music on and I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm putting the oil on. I'm like this is so. Well. I'm taking the time to get, do this ritual in the morning and then meditate. And that nice. that to me is taking me back to the healer and the healing work and the stuff that I used to do for years that I just got caught up in the city life and completely forgot that that was the foundation. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'll have to join one of your dance parties. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me started. All in my house, all by myself. (laughs) Very good. I'm very good. (laughs) <laughs> and for you, Kevin, is there anything that um, I don't think it's uh, I don't think this situation, this quarantine has changed me at all. I think it's solidified my purpose. Uh, okay. I always live by the just serve purpose. I have the what's it called? The reminder on my wrist. You can't people can't see it, but you can see um, that like people really do need what we do, like, particularly what Pam does and particularly what I do as far as like healing people with food and with movement and with activity it just really, it, it makes me feel good. Whereas my friends maybe back home where I'm from in Chicago are like, you tell people what to eat and they find it very foreign and very weird and strange. Like, you know, that I even have a job like this, that there's so many processed crummy foods that this type of job is sprung up to where you have to help people navigate what to eat, what not to eat just to be healthy. It's so strange, but at the same time, it's really solidified my purpose. I don't think it's changed me. I do have noticed I have no fear of this virus whatsoever. Like I, I understand how viruses work. I understand about their some membranes. That's just my own level of education. But when I do understand there's the, what's called the pyramid of consciousness, you, you have to meet people where they are. And I can't just project my, or like through osmosis, my knowledge onto other people. I have to understand and, and be respectful that people might be petrified and terrified. And I'm sure, you know, when I've walked to the grocery store down the block, um, you know, people are turning away like, oh, my God, like, like all of a sudden you're going to cough and then they're going to die. So instead of getting all ruffled up like I normally would, like, what? what's wrong with this person? I'm kind of like being uh, conscious about it. Like, OK, you don't know what they've gone through. Be cool, Kevin. You know, I'm I'm, I'm Chicago guy. And all right. Uh, you know, I like the, you know, the, the meathead sometimes come out, comes out of me. But I, I definitely like to take a breath and meet people where they are and don't expect them to be at the same place i am so i'm just trying to be more respectful of the way people feel you know and um not be so quick to bite when right. you're stupid 
<laughs> I mean, calm down, everybody, calm down. Uh, I, I think maybe that's changed me a little bit. You. <laughs> that's awesome. That is. So I always end my um, interviews with gratitude because that's how I end the night with my kids and that's how I end my meditations. So Pam, if you could go first, something you're grateful for today, I'd love to hear. Um, my health. Um, I'm my health and my family and the love of my family. I'm going to cry because I miss them so much. Um, and, and really that's it. It's just my family and my friends. I just, I'm so, so grateful for everybody. Love it. Kevin. Pam, you, you, my, were we aligned with our number one? Health was my number one. Um, I'm going to, you're going to hear it here first, Josephine. Uh, I'm going to be a daddy in less than six months. My oh, girlfriend is weeks pregnant on Wednesday, so we can tell everybody now everything's good. Yeah, um, nice. So I'm super Yay. excited about becoming a dad. And, and so it's funny you say family, my future family, I'm super excited about. Um, and my health, I'm in, in great health. And I'm also very grateful for opportunities before this quarantine hit. I can't let the cat out of the bag now, but uh, um, I was approached by some studios and there's some things happening right after uh, the quarantine lifts. So health, future family, current family and opportunities. I'm grateful for you, Josephine. I'm grateful for you. I consider you both good friends and I'm happy you're both healthy and happy. (laughs) Thank you. I'm grateful to both of you for coming on here and sharing your wisdom. And I thought this was going to, and it was a, a terrific conversation that will definitely help a ton of people. And, and and I always like to just wrap up in the spirit of giving and receiving. If there's anything that um, you wanted to share with the audience about how we can support you, I'd love to, I'd love to throw that out there. I, I uh, was, I, I was, I mean, I always have my free ebook that goes over the 10 basics. Um, that you can go and find on my website, uh, ph2nutrition.com. You could go find, I have some valuable resources on my YouTube channel, which questions I've got more videos up. Um, you can just at ph2nutrition on my Instagram and YouTube, um, click subscribe. Uh, always never be afraid to send me a message. I really, really tried my best to respond to everybody. So I'm always willing to share. This isn't like a job, so to speak. It's more of a calling. So I'm happy to always answer questions. So the most you can give to somebody, I think, is your time. So I'll give my time to anybody that wants it as long as they don't take advantage of it. <laughs> Love it. Well, I will definitely share, um, Kevin, all your – the wonderful information that you sent me um, on the foods to um, the people who are on my newsletter list, and I'll put that information up so that people can access it and know where to find you as well. Great. Thanks, Josephine. Yeah, absolutely. Always happy to help people. So it's like whether you reach out on social media or via Josephine, if anybody has any questions, I'm happy to help you. Um, and I would really just like to kind of plug my friend and her oils because they are seriously phenomenal. And her website is Embodied Divine Shine. Um, and I just seriously, there are there are little gems, and I just I'm, I apologize to her, my best friend, that I just didn't appreciate them when she sent them to me months ago. <laughs> I just, I got them and I was like, oh, these are all so great, but I just haven't really used them. And now that I'm using them, I'm like, what a beautiful, beautiful thing that she created. So just want awesome. to I will put that up there as well. Thank you. Yeah. Well, 
Thank you again to both of you. I really appreciated this. And it's nice to see your faces. I miss you both. I miss you too. Take care. Stay well. Love you. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye, Kevin. Need some help managing your stress and anxiety during this difficult time? Be sure to join me every Wednesday during April and May at 1.30 p.m. PST for a quick 15-minute live stream meditation on Zoom. We'll try out a new technique each week that will help you cope and tune into your calm. To get the link, go to my site, jayatlurie.com, and enter your email in the pop-up window. Be sure to check out other tips on how to respond to life in a meaningful way by listening to my other Responding to Life episodes. Thank you again for sharing your time with me. Thank you for listening to Responding to Life, a podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to receive a bi-monthly newsletter with an exclusive and free video meditation, along with wellness tips and deals, please go to www.respondingtolifepodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter by entering your email address in the pop-up box. In there, you'll also learn my seven-step process on how to meditate like a pro so you can stress less and live more joyfully. If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to share it with your friends and leave a rating and review on whatever podcast outlet you use. I look forward to sharing another inspirational story with you real soon.